0: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time you have the opportunity to listen to this podcast. It's uh, John here once again. Um, And today I wanna share with you uh, some information. I've actually picked up an extract uh, from my book that I've just uh, finished and it's being published. Uh, Copies should be out in the next uh, few days. And uh, we're really going to discuss uh, the topic of fears. You know, the only one thing that makes a dream impossible to achieve is the fear of failure. Now, during my many years of experience in coaching people from diverse backgrounds, I have seen that fear was the key and dominant reason that stopped them from living their dreams. Let me begin by defining and explaining what fear is. According to the Oxford Dictionary, fear is a feeling of anxiety concerning an outcome of something or the safety of someone. This definition explains that fear is an outcome of something happening in the future. Now there are numerous forms of fear that people experience. Fear at its most, at, fear at its worst is what we refer to as a phobia. Some of the most common things that people fear are fear of failure, fear of rejection, fear of the unknown, fear of not being good enough, fear of what people think and fear of death. Now, I know that I have experienced some of these fears in my life and I'm sure you have too. At some point in your life and in the lives of many, everyone has experienced some sort of fear. We need to ask ourselves whether fear is a bad or a good thing. I believe that what fear means to us will be dependent upon our perception. We can categorize fear into two types. The first type, is fight-or-flight fear. Fears of this type are protective. This fear response is what causes us to look both ways before we cross a busy street, prevents us from jumping off the top of a multi-storey building, or makes us wear a seatbelt when we drive. It's what causes us to run or hide when we encounter wild animals or anything that we perceive to be dangerous. Many examples of this type of fear are useful and necessary. You could say they are life-saving tools in the face of potential danger. The second category of fear, debilitating fear. These are the fears that make us hesitate when we should be making a move. They stop us from doing things which will ultimately benefit our lives. For example, a person may want to start their own business but finds it difficult to move past the normal fears of uncertainties that accompany such a major life-changing decision. All sorts of fears will prevent them from starting their own business, so they go through life complaining about the job they believe they have to do and have no choice but to do. The reality is they may be suffering from the fear of failure, fear of the unknown, fear of risking money, fear of not being good enough, fear of what others will think of them and the list goes on and on. Another example is somebody who continues to be in a relationship which is not loving and fulfilling, but because of their fear of facing the unknown, they remain in what they are familiar with, their comfort zone. We have all experienced fears that have the capability to creep on us. So why is it that some people seem to meet them head on and actually manage to overcome them? Are these people any different from you and me? Is there something in their makeup that others are lacking? The truth is that there is absolutely no difference between us and they have nothing that you and I do not have. The only difference is how each of us perceives our fears. And this perception is what determines whether we will react or respond. Those who face their fears anyway have developed a way of thinking which allows them to face their fears. The good news is that anybody can do this. It's not the domain of a few. The great question, my friend, is are you going to face your fears and do it anyway or are you going to permit the fear to kill your dreams and aspirations? Fear is a little death that can bring total obliteration to some degree we all fear what's around the corner what if i make the wrong decision will my business succeed what will happen if i make a wrong decision can i really handle success am i good enough to compete on and on it goes when we are faced with fear what we do determines the results we obtain which then determines the next step we take to help them understand this concept of fear i ask my clients this question can you predict with 100% certainty what is going to happen tomorrow? Without exception, the answer is always no. I then describe to my clients how we actually think. I explain that I can be here now and think of things that, and, and events that happened in the past. But I am doing that right here, right now. I have the choice to think of all the wonderful things and events of the past. If I do this, I start to feel positive emotions. Now... I evoke pleasant memories of the past, and although the events are not actually happening now, these great memories cause me to feel good now. Conversely, I can evoke unpleasant memories of the past and feel negative emotions now, even though the event happened in the past. I have a choice about what I think. I can choose to remember and think about pleasant or unpleasant thoughts of the past. However, I'm doing the thinking now. I'm actually feeling good or bad now about something that does not exist. Because the past does not exist other than as a memory. The past is non-existential. Now, it is not ridiculous. Is it not ridiculous to suffer because of something that does not exist? Alternatively, I can choose to think about what will happen tomorrow or in the future. I have the option of thinking of all the wonderful events and things I would like to experience in the future. In this case, I feel good now, although the actual events has not taken place. It's only in my imagination. Or I could choose to think of all the things I do not want to happen. If I think of them as happening, I'm going to feel negative emotions about things that haven't happened yet. Again, it is, not, it is important to understand that the future really does not exist other than in your own imagination. This is the reason why, for eons of time, philosophers and great teachers have told us that the only time we ever have is now. Everything happens in the now. And life is happening now. Now is inevitable. Now is unavoidable. Your power is in the present moment. This is a concept that most people do not, do not, uh, this is a concept that most people not only have difficulty understanding, but also practicing. We experience, when we experience fear, in essence, we are suffering because of something that has not happened yet. Fear happens because of our excessive imagination. Our imagination about things that have not yet happened is created in our minds. Fear is always about that which does not exist. When people say they want to overcome their fears, it is not possible. You cannot overcome something that does not exist. Having said that, this is how I define and understand fear. It is a projection into the future. In our own mind, we are going out into the future and thinking of something that we do not want to happen As already happening or having happened. In other words, fear is having faith in things you do not want to happen. It is your expectation of what you do not want. As a result, you suffer because of something that has not happened yet. To put it in another way, fear is producing horror movies in your mind. It's Isn't that rather interesting? Why would you want to suffer because of something that has not happened yet? It is obvious that it does not make any sense. Instead of creating horror movies in our mind, in your mind, you can create movies of love, of joy, happiness, of pleasantness. And it is most important that we do that in the present, current environment. Thank you and have a wonderful, beautiful day.